Welcome to the Frappa 5x5 podcast. The format of this podcast is that we ask our guest, someone from the industry, five questions in about five minutes. Our category questions range from formats to personal life, so there's always something to learn. Our guest is Lisette van Diepen. Lisette works from the Netherlands and does format acquisitions for all three media, Germany and Benelux. Lisette is also on Frappa's management board. Welcome, Lisette, and thanks for your time today. Let's hear which five questions you chose. From the personal questions you picked, if you could do anything else, what would it be? Right. So in my mid-20s, I spent five years living in the UK. I went there for love, not for television. And it was, in fact, nearly impossible for me to get into television at that time because of the recession. So it was a real time to look at other options. And I noticed that culturally, there was a lot of hat wearing in England. Weddings, any formal parties, horse racing, they love to get dressed up and wear hats. So my dream then was to become a milliner and make beautiful hats to export to Holland. Not something I would make lots of money with, but fun and creative. Anyway, life moved on. <laughs> Here I am back in television and back in Holland. And there is one television executive in Italy that has actually managed to live my dream. Claudia Della Fratina in Italy. She's got her own amazing career in television and selling wonderful bespoke hats and hat pieces. So well done to Claudia. <laughs> From career, what are you most proud of? So after decades as an international executive, I was made redundant for the very first time in my life in 2015. And it took me a while to shake off the embarrassment and uh, deal with my self-doubt. Then I launched my own solo consultancy company and I did not drown. In fact, I survived and I thrived. I started to work for production group Monday, Talpa and Vincent Television. And particularly with Vincent Terfoort, who had launched his own production company in Holland, I have enjoyed a dozen examples of how a small indie can increase the turnover by successfully buying and adapting third-party IP. It was a most enjoyable journey with him and the one I'm definitely very proud of. And in 2022, I joined all three media to acquire new IP for them, for Benelux in Germany. And that's also something I'm very proud of. From industry, is the glass half full or half empty? So this one is easy. I may personally at home be a glass half empty lady at some time, but in work, I'm always glass half full. There's lots of challenges and challenges always change. So this business is always hectic and always messy. And consolidation has been considered a key threat to formats and creativity. But I believe we should consider it a massive opportunity too. There will always be people that leave corporate, the corporate race and they start up on their own and to create new formats and IP. And as a buyer, I think if you're flexible in your deal making, there is always a chance to make a difference. Your question from the formats category is, what's your advice to junior format developers? I think if you can, please try and find ways to make sure you have access to international IP. As a developer, you need to screen what your competition is doing. So you can improve your own development and make sure you are not using your time and your energy into developing a show that is already launching in another country. I'm always amazed about how few development executives can do this. And of course, it's a matter of time and resources. I get that. But I think it's so beneficial to work with companies like K7 to make sure you keep abreast 
of international trends. Your last question is also from industry. What's been your worst experience in television? So as a buyer, you always have a few of the ones that got away, right? And in my Sony days, we declined to acquire Great British Bake Off as we believed that baking was, quote unquote, just very British. <laughs> Can you imagine? I would have loved to have that title on my CV. But a worse example for me personally was in my early animal days when the German production company had continued to produce multiple series of a format that they thought was theirs, but actually was third party. So this is, of course, 100 years ago, right? Well, no online checkups about launches and ratings and news. So when we realized the, inter the internal mess up, we needed to go to the IP owner, admit what had happened, and then renegotiate multiple series that were already produced. Sleepless nights for me, lots of them. And my boss, Gary Carter, at that time, will always be my main hero for cleaning up that mess. Thanks, Lizette. And thank you, listeners, for tuning in. Please visit frappa.org to learn more about what we do at Frappa and how you can support our work by becoming a Frappa member. You can also sign up for our newsletter there. And we hope you tune in the next time. Bye-bye.